Welcome back to the Two Mom Podcast. This is a podcast dedicated to healing from toxic moms. Mother's Day just passed a few days ago, and I saw something on my Twitter feed today that just made me want to record again. I guess you could say it triggered me in some ways. It was a video of Mama Tina, who's Beyonce's mom, and Kelly Rowland, and they were recording this Happy Mother's Day video, and little Blue Ivy, who is Beyonce's daughter, was in the background off camera, and Mama Tina said something. Um, She said, Happy Mother's Day to all the beautiful mothers out there. And Blue Ivy said, and don't forget the beautiful daughters, which I am one of them. And it was just a cute kid moment, you know, Um, nothing wrong with it. But somebody in Twitter land turned it into something totally negative that I could absolutely relate to. And the person retweeted the video and said, We love her because she's Blue Ivy, but none of her shit would fly in a traditional black household. And it was suggesting that the child was out of place, you know, for commenting or jumping in and participating in the video, even though she she said nothing that was wrong, nothing that was rude, nothing that was disrespectful. But somehow, because she's a child, she was in the wrong and because she's a black child the tweet suggests that she should have been disciplined somehow for that and it's just like why why is there this rush to cause physical harm to kids why is there this need to make kids smaller and invalidate them and somehow make them invisible and unworthy of participating in memorable moments and and unworthy of having a voice or a sense of humor or wanting to connect with their own family members. Why is it automatically that, you know, the, the child is out of place and wrong and should only speak when spoken to? And why is that something that black people are proud of? That tweet isn't the only time, you know, that that sentiment has been expressed. And it really made me reflect on my own childhood. I've discussed in detail the things that my dad's wife did to me growing up, which I think is why this was so triggering for me, because it's like, wow, I'm not crazy. You know, like I'm not (laughs) crazy as far as the abuse that I went through physically growing up like my dad's wife really really did ascribe to what that tweet said you know anything I did could was seen as wrong in her eyes and it's not even that she spanked you know like it's not even that she spanked me she went above and beyond with belts with extension cords with her open hands with her closed fists with shoes with anything that she could grab you know within her reach to punish me to abuse me to put me in my place somehow and 
even walking around the house she would well why are you rolling your eyes at me what are you rolling your eyes for and it got to the point that I didn't even want to look at her anymore and I would just walk around with my head down and then that became a problem why is your head down you you need to hold your head up high don't you feel good about yourself and it's like wow you know you've kept me in this box you've kicked me down beneath the floor and you wonder why I have no sense of self-worth, no sense of, you know, wholeness, being around you as somebody that's supposed to be my mother. And watching that video, I think it's great that she participated, that she spoke up, that she said something cute, you know, that she wanted to be a part of that moment as well. There was nothing wrong with that. And it's just really disturbing to see that there's a rush to invalidate her and punish her for wanting to be a part of a of what was a family moment what was being recorded was a family moment and it's just so odd that people you know have this belief that kids should remain so small and remain in this this small box but then when they turn 18 there's this expectation that they should be so whole and so mature and and knowing how to make critical decisions but they've never had the room never had the room to to have emotions you know how how do you expect them to cope when they haven't had the tools I remember something happening at school and my dad asked me why I reacted the way I did. I think somebody was picking on me or bothering me. And I said, because this person was getting on my nerves. And he said, you don't have any nerves. You don't have any feelings like that. And it, and it was just that invalidation of being picked on and being bullied and being told that you, you don't, you don't have a, you don't have any feelings to express in this situation. This shouldn't be affecting you in this way. Instead of discussing this situation with me and how it was affecting me and how it was causing me to respond in class, you know, instead of giving me the tools to cope with it, instead of having my back in this situation, it was immediately, nope, shut down, invalidated, you feel what I tell you to feel. That's how it was. Children can be depressed too. Absolutely. Kids can be overwhelmed and not understand what they're feeling. And they need to be able to discuss that with somebody. And not even that, kids should be allowed to express themselves within reason. Again, going back to that video, she did nothing wrong by participating. Why is there a rush to punish children for being children? Why is there a need to, to discipline or beat them for simply existing as they are as children? And as far as it being a, a, a black thing, why do we want to continue that cycle? My dad's wife used to, to always say, yeah, when, when I misbehaved, I had to go pick off a switch or pick a switch or, or, you know, I had to go pick my switch and I, and I, and I got whoopings and I got this and I got that. But I highly doubt, I highly doubt she was beaten the way I was. Like I said, with closed fists, 
and, and open hands and shoes. She, she, I remember she took a high heel and just slammed it into the top of my head once with the stiletto part of the heel. And I was swollen and sore for days. And I'm telling you, I wasn't a bad kid. Did I do stuff I wasn't supposed to? Yeah, I shoplifted before as a kid, candy and stuff like that. Did I did I talk a lot in class and get phone calls home for, for that? Sure. You know, I did that kind of stuff, but I was never an out-of-control kid. I, a lot of my peers were on different levels than me. I couldn't even, I couldn't even, like, talk on the phone. When my friends would call, I couldn't even talk on the phone. You know, it would be like five minutes and that's it, you know. My dad's wife would unplug the phone while I was on it, would like stand and monitor everything I would say. Even being in danger, I wouldn't even be able to tell anybody because she hovered over every every single phone conversation. I had no chance to be a kid or a teenager in any way. You know, it was above and beyond the normal, well, I need to protect my kid and look out for my kid. It went totally above and beyond that why why would we want to continue on that cycle why do we want to do that why do we want to continue to beat our kids into submission and why do we use the bible to justify it that was something my dad's wife was extremely good at spare the rod spoil the child for every little thing oh i don't know are you you're breathing heavy you're you're uh huffing at me you're huffing at me. Anything, I, I couldn't breathe and I couldn't even hold my head up without it being a problem, without it being an issue, without me needing to be beat into some form of submission around her. I saw a statistic that a 2015 Pew Research survey found that black parents are twice more likely than white and Latino parents to use corporal punishment. Twice is more likely to jump to violence as a resort for discipline. Twice is likely to strike children out of anger and frustration. Abuse is not love. I don't feel that any of the shit that that my dad's wife did to me was love. And I know there are a lot of people out there that feel like spankings and, and whoopings saved them and kept them out of the streets and my my mom beat me so that the police didn't have to which doesn't make sense because the police will still beat you and sometimes I feel like the police beat our kids in the street because the parents say it's okay and that that's what they respond to the parents have already set the tone that that my kids are like animals and that this is what they respond to is being beat so it doesn't make sense to say I'm beating you so the police don't know. The police see it as, okay, this is what they respond to because that's what's going on at home. Abuse is not love. All the things that my dad's wife did to me out of anger and frustration and since I know about my adoption, resentment, resentment that she tried to disguise as discipline it was a control complex. I'm bigger than you. I'm bigger than you. You are small. You are beneath me. 
it was always a reminder that she didn't want me that she that she regretted it my situation is definitely beyond the the, the surface of this tweet but it definitely involves it because that was her thought process too that I was always out of place and that I needed to be smacked back down, beat back down, stumped back down into this box. And there have been several attempts to have this conversation on a community level, you know? And of course there are white parents who spank their kids, who beat their kids, who abuse their kids too. But I can only speak to my experience and how that specific tweet made me react you know and there are so many studies out there that show this kind of stuff causes increased aggression it causes antisocial behavior when you start beating them when they're young that's the first thing they do when they encounter confrontation at school you know and in other social settings but we don't see it for some reason we just don't understand it we don't want to hear it we don't want to hear that stuff there's still some kind of belief that it's necessary to beat children into submission and for me you tie that with verbal abuse name calling being cursed out all the time So much so, it took me so long to free myself from that and to build my self-worth because so much of my self-worth and how I saw myself was attached to the way my dad's wife treated me. And when I started entering relationships, for a while, that kind of abuse was okay because it was what I was used to. And that's something I haven't really talked about is how, you know, my childhood influenced the types of things I accepted in my relationships early on. And again, it took a long time to climb out of that and to free myself from that. And the the good thing I can say, reading that tweet, reading the replies, It looks like my generation and younger has had enough. And and there was so much pushback, like, no, this is wrong. Why are you in a rush to to beat this child? Why are you in a rush to, to tell her that she's wrong? Stop this cycle. We have to end this. So that was very encouraging to see that pushback, that acknowledgement and that pushback that, yes, You're right, this sentiment is something that culturally, it it has been a tone for a long time, but it's time to reject that. We're not okay. All of us are not okay. All of us are not going to put that stamp on our forehead and and say yes to the beatings. Yes to being cursed out. Yes, this was great. It, It helped me. It built character. No, it broke us. It broke us to have your own parent be the one to treat you that way especially in the absence of any other love and support there's none of that and I'm glad to see that people are pushing back on that 
I encourage any of you that are more interested in the topic of spankings or whoopings or corporal punishment in the black community to look up Dr. Stacy Patton. She also grew up with a with an abusive adoptive mom and she has a lot of literature and has done a lot of um, writing and interviews on this topic and she has a book spare the kids why whooping children won't save black america so i encourage anyone that that um, is interested into looking into this deeper on a cultural level um, to look up dr stacy Patton. Um, you can find her on twitter you know and all those other platforms but look up her literature and her books and in her scholarly research on this as well because it is a real thing and the the effects of this are real and until we face this as a people and as a community things will not change and i know for me specifically i can definitely tell you nothing good came out of it for me i don't give credit to any of it to any parts of my life to being beat like that not at all So thanks again for tuning in to the Two Mom Podcast, and we'll chat soon.